0: Hey everybody, thanks a lot for joining us on the Beer and Bullshit Podcast again this week. So this week Jay and I were hanging out with Nathan and Darcy from All the Wasted Years. They just put out an album called I'm Fine a few weeks back and we had a chance to talk a little bit about that album release. Um, They were actually supposed to go on tour this summer and that got kiboshed by the whole COVID-19 situation. So um, basically, we got into all that, uh, the future of music, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you guys enjoy the podcast. Cheers. recording and we right, are a great day, so. live with the voice of beer and bullshit uh all the wasted years tonight how you guys doing uh,
1: that's it awesome. was, yeah pretty good man thanks for having well i mean uh we asked you to have us, <laughs> you know I mean? we're not a we're not, right
0: now, but, we're, hey, not you're, we're not humble we're welcome <laughs> yeah,
1: no, thank you thank you so much
0: <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, how are you guys holding up, anyways? Through all this, uh, this probably threw your band plans for a, a bit of a fucking loop.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Dar- Darcy, you take this one. I don't want to hear my voice.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, this
2: this really uh, shot down our new album. You know, so we what? had plans to release the album and then do like a good ten day tour, and we had a bunch of shows booked out east on the east coast. <clears throat> So, like, Halifax and stuff like that, and all that's obviously off the table, and a lot of the bars have shut down, so we released the album anyways, uh, and we'll just wait, I guess, for now, until we can set up a tour, if, if possible. It's better to do in the summer for us, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, no shit, but uh, the album's fucking great, by the way. Uh, like, seriously fucking good, man. Like, the, the songwriting, the recording, er- like, the whole production is fucking amazing, so, nice work, by the way. Congrats. Nice um, uh, to But as far as, as, like, where this goes from here, I like, I kind of wanted, was thinking about things that we were going to talk about tonight, and just bands and live music in general, where this whole thing goes from here. The fact that so many events are getting, like, cancelled right and left. And never mind just shows, but bands anybody who's been in a band understands that like, there's a whole bunch of prep that goes into, to playing live shows and doing tours and shit like that too. Right. So if things are uncertain, you know, you're not really like, you guys are talking about trying to plan something into the summer, but that's, that's kiboshed at the moment because. Oh, absolutely. It's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think
1: 2021 is what we're actually planning for. If yeah. We're being real here, you know, like, uh, for, for us, this year is basically a write-off. You know, we're going to maybe do a couple, like, whatever, uh, cam shows or whatever. Not uh, not the dirty kind, but you know what I mean? Like, just whatever whatever we can do.
3: And it pays enough. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever will like, make money, right?
1: Yeah, well, even then, you know, we're we're lucky as artists. We have full-time jobs. You know, we don't rely on this for money. We just do it because it's our hobby. But the worst part is for the artists that actually, you know, like we all know very well that they're just not making it right now because of playing shows is where they made all their money. And now none of them are playing shows or touring. And it's, uh, it's like a tragedy for the art scene. Yeah.
0: It's the worst thing that could happen for live music. Right. Because up to this point, everybody was sort of lamenting the fact that no one sells albums anymore. No one buys music (laughs) anymore. So it was like, well, Hey, bands want to make money they need to get out there and tour and get bring the music to their audiences oh. <laughs> and it's like what the fuck you get nailed by a pandemic and oh, yeah. now all local all uh all live shows are completely off the table right so what yeah. what does uh <clears throat> ne- never mind a small independent band but really any live any artist that relies on, oh, on yeah. live shows right what do they do
2: yeah, except for like the really uh the top artists, like most I would say like 95% are struggling like right now just to uh, just to pay the bills. Like it's uh we we played with bands and the only way they might make money is tour. Some tour like 300 days a year. That's the only way they make money. And yeah. it, like you like Spotify, Apple Music, it's great for people wanting to hear your music and like we get listens from all over but it doesn't doesn't pay anything. It barely pays to keep it on Spotify. So.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a solid uh, investment yeah. right there. It's yeah. it's
2: people love it and uh, it's nice that like we get listens from uh, like all over the place and we'll get like we got an, a message on Instagram the other day the guys if you guys after this is over come to Portland like that stuff's cool. But realistically like for that one guy in Portland at that show too it's to, to you got to play, play shows and that's how you make money and lots of shows for us. We're never going to make money right. at the rate we're going, like we'd have to have like a solid tour set up. Right. So,
0: but see, this and- would be, th- this is inter- it's It's interesting because does this sort of force music and art in general into a corner? Do we wind up in a situation where people need to really innovate, right? Like there's never, not, not that there hasn't been innovation in music, but it's sort of been a bit of a race to the bottom, right? Like, uh, get, get the cheapest possible production in place so that you can create any kind of margin on whatever music you're selling and people wanting to pay less and less for their music. Like you can't help, but feel that that degenerates into cheaper art. So does this sort of force people back into a corner where they have to really start innovating in what they do in their their art? Never mind, just music, right?
1: Yeah, you're asking the big questions here, Miggy. I mean, geez, early oh, on yeah. too. They like got like, yeah, it's uh, it's like reinventing the wheel, essentially, like you said, like. Uh, the only thing I can say as an artist that doesn't make any money off of this, you know, <laughs> you really want your bands, your favorite bands to keep playing you gotta step up to the plate right now too but it's yeah. also hard because not everybody has money to like spend uh, whatever, 20 bucks exactly. on this guy playing a Facebook show, you know, like uh,
2: Not everyone has disposable income right now, but yeah, if if you do and you care about a band, especially a small band like anyone that's like not gonna be fine in six months then you should be buying their stuff because they they might not be able to do this anymore
1: no it's it's that's actually true a lot of them are probably gonna have to call her quits on their band just because hey man we lost so much money or i uh, lost you, the house i had to get a real job or you know so maybe
2: they'll they might have to sell their guitars to pay the rent like it's yeah they're not making any money you gotta think we played with some bands that they tour all over and i can't I can't see how they're paying the rent right now because yeah, yeah. like they don't have a digital presence. They're not they're not selling CDs. I've seen a lot of them do uh, online shows, but like that, I don't know how much they're getting because again, a lot of people don't have disposable income to be donating money to musicians. So, I right was
1: how, that saying? go? Uh, you're playing a five thousand dollar guitar, uh, and you're driving a five hundred thousand or a five hundred dollar van. To get to a venue to play for twenty bucks, you know, like uh, that's basically what it is.
3: So I guess my question <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect.
0: It's a great pod.
3: So, so like you're saying some bands have to might have to pack it up, which yeah, like, you know, if uh, on the business end, but like do you like I'm just saying, when this is someone outside of the the music scene, uh, wouldn't it like yeah, you're saying so might have to go get a job, go do some, you got to make some money because they need money coming in, but like wouldn't you just be able to just kind of pause for the time being and get back yeah. to after? Oh,
1: yeah, that's that's true. You know a ton of bands do that. They uh, disband for 10 years, like even uh or not even they just play festivals or whatever and uh kind of for this certain scenario, what do you do? The world's basically on pause, right? Like yeah. Uh, they could wait a year and like uh, hope for some relief from their government and just start back up where they started off but yeah. you never know what uh, <clears throat> nobody nobody knows that things are gonna be the same after this either there, yeah. right so, yeah
2: but, and uh, every every country has different uh, like uh, solutions to to help people that are struggling. some a lot of bands I would imagine don't qualify for like serve or whatever because you need 5,000 of income. And <laughs> most of the time you're getting paid cash at a show. Yeah. And, that and it's way less than 5,000
1: bucks. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I again, they're house. not making
2: that much money. They're, they're getting like gas and like a pizza, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
1: The band's wow. starting out anyway, that's for sure. And they're all living in a, an apartment together, you know, sharing a cheap breath.
2: I envy those people, but uh, at the, at the end of the day, it's nice to sleep in, in a bed <laughs> and stuff. Even yeah. like they're when we go on, when we go on our like three or four day uh, show runs and we're like, Someone's like, oh, you can crash on our couch. Usually by like 11 o'clock, we're like, let's just book a hotel, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, I find I find it interesting that people are talking about like how professional mu- musicians, and I mean, I use that term very loosely because I feel like professional implies that you have figured out a way to s- sustain yourself with an income that, that allows you to do this. And... You know, I, I think it's sort of the, the situation, you're right about saying that it's, no one knows if it's going to go back to normal at the at the end of all this, right? That even if they were to open up venues tomorrow, that would you have everybody packing those venues, right? Like there's going to be some kind of lingering effect that we sort of talked about on the podcast before oh, yeah. this, but What, to me, I find might be an interesting moment here is seeing people rethink the arts and music as a profession in general. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I remember I I saw uh, an interview with Chris Hanna from Propaganda, and the interviewer was, like, talking to him about, uh, are you guys, like, how do you guys feel about the fact that nobody pays for music anymore and blah, blah, blah. And the guy just basically went, like, oh, we're we're not worried. Like, we're still going to be in the jam room every day at two o'clock it's like there could be uh, there could be a hundred grand coming in or there could be zero dollars coming in we're still going to be doing that and then making yeah. money and sorry and then and creating music and then if we got to make a record every whatever every 10 years because that's how long it takes us to scrounge together the money to make a record that's how long it's going to take us to make a record right and then we'll put it out and you know if if there are ways if people want to pay us for it they will and if not then we won't make any money and i guess this sort of adds another layer to that right if there are no shows to play and sure you can't make money but it doesn't mean you can't make music
2: yeah right we've had challenges just like we can't jam together right Mm. so uh like two of our members are still working and like i don't want to break the social distancing rules even like band stuff like you're always spitting on each other
0: so that's true, it's probably bro. the worst place and yeah. like at least your so. band does
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> before they start playing yeah yeah.
1: it's funny that you bring that up though like uh, we've all uh, been to those small punk shows and like the mosh pit you know what i mean we're all uh, pushing each other and you want to get in there get sweaty rub up against people it's just uh it's just our lifestyle now you know and What's gonna be after this? You know, is everybody gonna be wearing masks or like moshing uh, is gonna be outlawed like, then? Suits, like outlawed. outlawed, outlawed, yeah. I saw it. Time.
0: Stage I saw it, diving yeah. and moshing. That's that's yeah. going yeah. the way of the dodo after yeah, yeah. this. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Saw it yeah. in the hard
2: times. It's a hard-hitting journalist. You know? <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, that website is golden, man! Like, oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's, you only it it need to fun. read the the headlines in there. The like, headline, oh, you don't yeah, have
2: to awesome. read the story. The no, best, never I, read. I, Don't waste oh, your yeah. time with the stories. The stories just, aren't great. No,
1: no, you save your time and just just read the headline. That's I, everything you need to say. My
2: favorite one is: Is punk rock dead? And they ask a Bernese mountain dog, and the Bernese mountain dog's like, well, "What would I know? I'm a Bernese mountain dog." <laughs> That's it. That's the whole story. That's There's no nothing article. In the
1: <laughs> what's well, uh me, me the funniest one i saw sorry just bringing this up it's uh it's a guy and he's doing a circle pit and he's like uh everybody back that shit up i th- and then it says i thought he was a real asshole but then i heard the quacking and somebody like uh cropped in a bunch of little ducklings walking through the, <laughs> the <water> pit <laughs> so you're like oh that's fucking hilarious uh
0: yes yes good sight but back uh, to the point we were making, because we were clearly having a very serious <laughs> conversation here about the, the future. We're about of to the have a
1: serious conversation there, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we get
2: sidetracked very easily. Oh, so that's yeah. perfectly fine. Ah, just like last time.
0: <laughs> well, last time you guys were on the podcast, you fucking drank all my booze here. Which is You kicked us out, McGee. <laughs> you kicked us out. <laughs> yeah,
2: realize... you... I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> what what? My I daughter's it was beer and bullshit. <laughs>
0: Quite, my daughter's sleeping. What kind of excuse is that? That's exactly what it was. But And, and quite <laughs> frankly, the reason why we've been doing these every week for seven weeks now, straight, and not taking any breaks, is because I don't have to kick people out of my house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, just you, can just close, you can just close
2: your computer now.
0: Yeah, yeah it's like, ah, I'll see you guys later. Thank yeah. God I don't have to talk to those guys anymore. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: So, Just so, long.
0: so uh, tell us like about, like you're talking about, you, you guys released an album, you're getting, uh, you, you sort of had this idea for a tour planned out East and then this bullshit hits and this all gets completely kibosh. So tell us a little bit about what you were hoping to do and what maybe you're hoping to do in the future now, like as a, I guess maybe eventual support for this album or maybe the next one.
1: Yeah. Um. You want, you want me to take this one, bud? Give her, man. Uh, You, you give her, man. All right. <laughs> anyway, this is good. Let me take a moment to say uh, our official beer sponsor, Pumpus Brewery. Uh, they haven't made it official, but I've been telling everyone. No free ads, yeah. dude. Hocking what? No shit
0: on our podcast. You know I'm going to pixelate that out, eh? This episode oh, is brought yeah. to you That's by Florida. You're
2: going to have to oh, pixelate a lot of <laughs> stuff. Bolding. You're going to be pixelating a lot of stuff by the end of this.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's quite delicious. Anyway, uh, great beer. Yeah, um, so what happened is, uh, Jesus, we, we wanted to go out east and do something like 10 shows, just a promoter album, all that stuff. And uh, we played a show with the Motor League last year, and our drummer got a hold of them. I think it was the bass player he got a hold of. Okay. And he gave us a ton of contacts, like just a ton of contacts. Such nice people, man, like the East Coasters we great. We started booking shows left, right, and center. Uh, We had about – well, maybe not left, right, and center. Just center. Anyway, uh, we had about five shows booked. And then after about two weeks, I think it was March 12th and 13th. That was like the first weekend uh, shit started really hitting the fan. And then we were booking shows out east, and Barr started contacting us about the beginning of April. Saying, uh, you know what, uh, we're we have to close the doors because we're going bankrupt, like, and we're not reopening. And then, uh, about three bars contacted us initially, and another one just contacted us last week to cancel another one of our shows. So it's like, what do you do now? Even festivals are all being postponed, and uh, a lot of the the those artsy bars are not going to be reopening after this, which is like. For again, for the art scene, it's a bit of a tragedy, you know. But when when the demand opens back up, hopefully someone steps up to the plate. But uh, right now, it's just a real tough thing. And even us, our plan was to go out east and really promote ourselves, or just have a good time. And uh, yeah, when you get all those uh, emails and stuff, after we had uh, we had contacted other bands over there that we were going to play with, and all this stuff, and everything got put on the back burner for now. So. Uh, we're basically on pause till, you know, realistically, you know, like uh, let's stay hopeful, and we w- maybe would like to play some shows this year, maybe even a Boxing Day show or something. But uh, I don't think we'll be able to do something like that until next summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I just wonder what the distancing rules are going to be in places yeah. like that, right? So, like that, even you know, you get some, you're successful enough in getting a crowd into a place. How does how do people keep their six feet, right? In a place like
2: that. And bars are probably what the least essential thing. I mean, like everything I mean, everything in Ontario was essential, except like bars and restaurants, basically. So like that's the only thing we didn't deem essential was basically like bars and restaurants.
0: People can eat and drink at home, I guess. And uh Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, and
2: like and like like, like, even if they open up a bar, who's to say that all the people that would go are going to feel comfortable going to a bar where you have let's say 100 people crammed in to this small area like at the vic it's it's really a small area in front of the stage if we were to play a show there uh there's no way you're gonna have people six feet apart and if that is that something we want to play like it kind of kills the vibe of it
0: yeah yeah so it's kind of a depressing note (laughs) to Talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, no. be talking about live music, eh? And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm maybe I'm just like a blind optimist for this kind of stuff, but I, I feel like the really truly creative people in this is their time to shine, right? It's like you you yeah. figure out ways to entertain people and, and people yeah, yeah.
3: you figure out ways yeah. that
0: people really appreciate what you do. Now it doesn't necessarily translate into financial gain, but it creates some kind of scene, right? Like we yeah. we don't necessarily have to be all within the same ten square feet to 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 sort of feel like we're all part of something, right?
2: Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> the live shows on on like Facebook and YouTube and all that they've been great, but it's not the same. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I love like being at a show and the music pumping and you can like feel it and there's just an energy. Uh, it's it's hard. Like, I'll I'll watch Frank Turner, but like we went. We went to the same Frank Turner show like 2 days apart. Man, like just being there versus watching him live, it's not the same. It's Fuck it was like amazing live and then you're like sitting there in your couch and you're just like, "Ah, oh, it's just not the same."
0: Well, I've been telling all the people around me to invest heavily in VR. This is the future, right? Is the future of live yeah. music?
1: VR? VR? No,
0: VR. Yes,
1: oh, yes, VR. VR. It's VR. I was like is he just really shortening beer? Like, are we <laughs> dropping between E's? Because I'm down. I'm down. No Beer it, takes like, way
2: too long to say.
1: It, it, beer, like, it, it's really been a waste of my time. No, but ima- imagine that, right? Like, you
0: go anywhere from the comfort of your own home. Like, they, I know that before all this started, uh, was it the NBA that was lo- – like, I know professional sports was sort of toying with this idea, and I think the NBA was ta- was was had already had, like, some uh, <laughs> VR, like, 360 cameras – set up at courtside and you could actually like put on a VR headset and it would be like, you're there. Right. And clearly that technology has got a ways to go before it becomes something that's, that's a mm. true like simulation. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, even there, if like that, there's there's some kind of way with like haptics and good sound and everything to, to simulate you being somewhere. Yeah. might not be the same thing but could be could be a second best right
1: well, yeah I, w- I still want to be optimistic and be like you know what when this is all over I just want things to be back to the way they were like I don't want there to be a new normal like obviously some things will change but like come on why can't we just go to a damn arena and sit next to some stranger and like fucking get drunk and have a good time or, or mm-hmm. not even it doesn't have to be about booze or whatever but just I, I just want to be optimistic and saying that fuck, I hope it goes back to the way it was, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think a lot of people are thinking that way, and I think it'll, there's a chance of it going back to normal for the majority of people, if, if this doesn't become something that's like, sort of recurring, right? Mm. Like, if, right now, we're sort of getting a feeling that we're all going to sort of get back to a little bit of our normal lives. There'll be some people that that sort of linger in the back and, and say, I'm not taking my chances. But they're in general, most people are going to want to get back to doing their normal activities. Oh, yeah. But what happens if this, you know... We we get told, hey, listen, where we're seeing clusters and outbreaks, and we need people to get back into their houses again, and we're going to start canceling big big things, closing up uh, uh, establishments that we thought that we thought were going to remain open. Um, it'll become a little bit more of something that's in people's minds or day to day thinking, right? And that's where it becomes more of a persisting problem.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. It, it's gonna every, everybody's well aware that it's coming in waves right like uh you get the your first wave then your second wave third wave uh what, what, Tom, tw- tom's gonna i thought it,
0: right? are we at the pool <laughs>
1: i love yeah, a good wave pool. Swimming, <laughs> i love um, a good wave pool i'm that um, no one's wearing a bathing suit i thought me. i thought the, the third
0: wave first. came after the first wave though but i'm yeah. glad that you outlined that like sequentially yeah, so welcome. that we knew
1: you're welcome <laughs> to clarify that I haven't done the math. You might actually be right on that one, McGee. But uh, <laughs> let's hope the second becomes comes before the third. Uh.
0: Well, you guys talked about jamming remotely. This has been something that's been like a pain in my ass for a long time as a person who's uh, who's had a bass player that's worked at remote work sites for. <laughs> yeah, for- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for quite a while,
1: us. We, had, uh, we had three contractors at one point, too. Uh, where ah. everyone was in a different town, except for our lovely financial advisor right there, takes care of all the money, so that's what really mattered. You oh, know, so you guys are fine with
0: market. talking about where you work, then, so that's that's cool.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No, uh, so we we had three guys out of town, too. You know, you're consider yourself lucky you only had one. Mm. Uh, it's hard, man. First world problem,
2: <clears throat> we've uh. Now Nathan and Steph both work in town and Monday to Thursday or depending like Nathan switches, but Monday to Thursday basically. So we're just dependent on Eric. But it actually made it harder to book stuff because he's on like some weird rotation where he works like Wednesday to Wednesday. Wow. And then we're trying to book stuff so like every second weekend we can't even if he takes a week off, we don't really get that much because of the way the other weeks work. So
0: but do you guys got- tough? Have you guys looked into doing, uh, like remote rehearsals because there's, see, this, this is where I get excited about this kind of stuff, right? Like people, people stay, are forced to stay at home. So creative people get creative and they start using the technology that exists to start developing stuff to get around some of these barriers. Right. And to me, like there, there's, uh, I've seen services that, that exist out there that, say that the you know you can jam remotely do they work do they not work like i I think you have to have uh people really take the time to try them out there's some people that have that seem to have a lot of success with things like services like jam kazam um i i know you were mentioning one the other day there's the um i thought it was that one was it jam kazam okay
2: yeah i was trying to figure it out too but it uh we like Nathan didn't have a computer at the time, but he doesn't, he's getting it set up now. And then it's uh, set up, dude. I already did it. So we need like, uh, we would need three more like interfaces, I guess, because Nathan has yeah, the interface that we use. So it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> by the time we get all the stuff, this might be over, but so far oh, it's yeah. not over. So no, but yeah. just so, uh, think
0: of how easy it makes G- you figure this out. Think of how easy it makes your rehearsals in the future as well, right?
2: Uh, we live in a small town, man. It's I would much rather jam and like have a beer with the boys and and Nathan yell at us, uh, <laughs> then he's have to do it like virtually. I would just mute him, and I would never get better. I would just, <laughs> I would just mute him. I'll be like, I think he's angry, but
0: I can't hear him.
1: No, I'm a pretty grumpy fuck sometimes in practice. All right, there. It's out there. So we're yeah. getting we're getting the, the, the guys
0: we're getting insights as to what uh, all the wasted years uh,
1: oh, yeah. uh, jam. Well, got, sometimes practices. you just gotta kind of set the boys straight. You say, "Hey, man, you know what? Tighten up that vocals. Your fucking palm, you'd sound like shit." And fucking Steph, stay on time. Wow. That's basically how it goes. You know, he does.
2: He does yell at Steph the most, and he's the best one out of all of us. Oh man. yeah, Steph he's is, so hard on.
1: <laughs> but you gotta be hard on your best fucking guy. You know what I mean? Listen, you to gotta this. make.
2: You gotta make our drummer feel like he's
0: not worthy of being in another band, right? No, no, no. You put him you down.
2: You never build
1: them up. You never Jay, tell them anything positive.
0: Jay, have you noticed that since the last time they they these guys were on the podcast, uh they've gotten to be quite elitist in their tone about uh yeah. the, how how seriously they take their music. Because oh. uh they, 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 they go and record two albums that sound amazing and now suddenly it's like, well, you yeah, gotta start playing heads. a little tighter, a little bit more on uh you gotta tighten up that downbeat there, Steph. <laughs> oh, dude.
2: This has been going on for so long. It started off when we didn't even tune. And then we we're like, hey guys, it sounds like shit. We need to get <laughs> tuners. So we get tuners. <laughs> and, that, and then it's like, oh, we gotta tune between every song? What the hell? I saw it was like once a practice, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once a week. No. We were actually once, just. Once your, a week?
1: Yeah, these we're strings, just talking and if it doesn't break you don't change the strings remember
2: that album you did for us like way back in the day yeah. in like 2010 yeah. We did like three songs yeah. and oh, our yeah, were we're, we were just talking about this the other day and our drummer at the time got a brand new set of drums and they were like so out of tune and yeah. he starts playing them and we're like dude these sound like shit like there's <laughs> something wrong and real like, know one so he's like no man that's just what new drums sound like I'm like the old <laughs> drum that sounded better so he like refused nathan went and bought like a little drum tuner like the tensioner thing uh, and tuned the drums without him knowing and they sounded like so much better
3: he's so stubborn about it too yeah, Dude, the, just, uh... they just got better over time yeah you we gotta wear them in it's like we a
1: fine wine
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, it's like, like uh,
1: it's like foreskin you know uh,
3: i still have those you know, recordings and they're is. so
2: like it's so like different from what we're we're at now and i'm like oh man we were so fucking bad can't believe we played in front of people
1: No, yeah, you guys were. you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, right. dude remember that one show like mcgee came up to us after and he's like that was entertaining <laughs> you know, like, bad you know that's bad. He, he comes up to you and he's like yo that that was that was just good to watch. That was just like, you know, I'm glad I was there for that.
0: I don't remember saying that, but, uh, oh, it. I, I'm, it sounds like something I'd say, you
1: know, uh, the eternal, well, to, to be honest, we talked out loud that show. Like we all got fucking, it was, uh, it was but, a catastrophe. But you guys like,
0: talk to me a little bit more about this process. You guys have been working for the past two, uh, well, this last album and the one before you guys have been working with a producer down south um and ah uh, obviously this person is a competent guy when it comes to to oh. making records and uh it sounded like the both albums sounded amazing and I just wanted to know a little bit more about that process like i uh, first of all how'd you guys get in touch with uh it's anton right anton uh, yeah. lost yeah. tinto, tinto. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Tinto
1: Tinto freshman. No, that's no not, free that's ads a either. Game game. No,
0: uh, no free ads for him either. <laughs>
2: okay. No no free ads. No, ads. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna bleep out his this, name.
1: Uh, his alias. Uh, his alias Tinto freshman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: well, how would you guys get hooked up with him? uh
2: yeah, he yeah, produced so uh, bearings okay. album, yeah. and uh I guess Steph's mother-in-law was working with. The mother in law of the bearing singer at the time, or something like that. So that's how she was like, Oh, they Jesus. just produced an album. She showed him stuff like this is awesome. So he just reached out. And when we were on tour a few years, or like four years ago, I guess, and we uh, stopped by and he gave us a spiel. And we're like, Yeah, we'd like to work with you. So pretty much it.
0: Nice. Okay. And then uh, you guys basically like set something up with him and like worked well, out a schedule. Let me, or
1: let me tell you what first happened we uh, tried to record our our stuff on our own and we're like hey we we'll, we thought it was as simple as sending off our tracks to an audio engineer and he would make everything sound great and we're like you just send this shit to him and he'll make it work like like that's what we really thought that's what we truly thought so we sent him uh, actually one of our songs take me home and we then he sent us this huge email like on, like a four-pager like, you know what? You ever see, like, a, a guy that's really in trouble with his girlfriend? That's what it was like. It was just, like, four pages of, like, whatever. And he's like, yo, like, the guitars are out of phase. Uh, I can't even hear the bass. Everything's off time. And uh, he's like, the only way I can give you a product that you want is you, you have to come to the studio and do it here. And then we were like, and then we all pulled our cash together. And we were like, okay, let's fucking, let's do this. Because apparently we're not capable of doing it on our own <laughs> It well, you've worked with our tracks before, McGee. We don't give you much to work with, but you've done a hell of a job with what we've given you.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I, th- I think he's wrong on that. Uh, I think you can, <laughs> you can polish a turd. <laughs> you can
1: get people to pay you to work with their shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh God, no, that's cool. That's cool. And and like what the both albums that you guys did with him it was, it sound amazing. And like um the even just i i gotta say the playing is fucking stellar man like so some of these uh these tracks on the on the last album well this this album here i'm fine by the way go check it out on uh anywhere right all yeah. the streaming
2: services <laughs> hey, it's
1: fucking out there you just search on fine it's gonna show up eventually yeah
2: no free ads either. Cut that no out. Free yeah, ads. yeah, i believe
0: leave that out. No. All right. It's all right. You're paying us to be, be on here, right? <laughs> Maybe the first time this podcast turns a to profit, too. So. I guess you're
2: you're using our song for free. Right? That's right. That's right. I haven't seen any royalties from that. The so. voice of beer and bullshit.
0: This is like these, these
2: you guys No, We've sent
3: you fifteen percent of what we made.
2: Oh, we owe you money too. That's
3: right. Uh,
1: you guys want to share an at why? Uh we could we could send you fifteen percent of what we made. You'll be in the reds probably like ten grand.
0: It's gotta be more oh. than that. Huh? It's right. like, it's yeah, like, no,
1: just them if they got fifteen percent.
0: It's like oh, government yeah. debt. We just owe it to ourselves, right, Jay? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, go ahead, Jay. Yeah.
3: Okay, well, or, or or you can keep just
2: talking. Keep no, talking. No, it's yourself. okay. No. I'm talking I too much. Hear, I want to hear the sultry, sexy voice
3: of Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Jay, he board, autistic, no? voice. Uh, autistic, <laughs> voice. When you release released an album, like, is there a I guess like uh, a strategy on trying to get the like try and get traction out there just with Joe Public. Like, do you like? Because I always thought like you know like with stuff like Apple Music and whatever Spotify, so it's almost impossible to get your 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 name out there without people knowing who you are. Is there a way to like kind of push you up in the rankings? To it, like, are there set strategies to getting your name out there?
1: I'm uh, gonna so, leave this one to Darcy.
3: Yeah, I've done yeah, a lot of uh,
2: research on this, and uh, I'm actually
1: gonna go take a piss.
2: <laughs> no, so there's really no way to like gain traction without getting like lucky, or okay. like you can buy your way onto some playlists that are not from Spotify. So like, there's like Spotify playlists where like someone has like fifty thousand followers on their on their okay. playlist. Someone will like contact that person and say, "I'll give you, you know, five grand. Put my put my track on there." So okay. That's stuff that people do, but like I, I don't see the benefit of buying listens and stuff like that. Because I, we've met people. They're like, "Oh yeah, here's my Spotify. He's got like three followers and like a hundred thousand listens." I was like, "How does that make sense?" Like, yeah. we have a hundred and fifty followers and way less listens than this guy. So, you people know when it's like you're like a phony. You just basically got to get lucky and get traction. Okay. Uh, sharing it on the right thing. Like one time I, I got lucky with Reddit and I got like 500 new listeners in one day from Reddit just by sharing the, the album. Mm. So, like stuff like that. But out of those 500, maybe 10 stayed. So, you, yeah. you really need to get a lot of people on. Yeah. So, it's really tough. Uh, the biggest thing is just playing shows. We get way more traction. Like when we play a show and someone's like, oh, that's awesome. I love that song. And then mm. that's how we
3: get it. But That's that's a a time time timely process, right? So, So, uh, you've answered shows that are the way to go. Okay. Still stepping back (laughs) of all the platforms, because I've I've been like kind of looking at different uh, bands and seeing like you know larger you know larger (laughs) bands, big big popper things uh, like the (laughs) LaForges. The LaForges, <laughs> the LaForges of the world, you know the real the band, Forge, yeah, those guys. Oh, okay. No, but uh, like of the digital uh, platforms, uh, what is uh, monetarily what's the best bet to go for? Because I've heard that like Apple is, you get nothing from it compared to other ones. Like what what are what are the the music uh, services that would pay, pay out the best for? They're they're
2: all pretty they're all pretty right. terrible. Uh, YouTube's the
3: worst. Uh,
2: yeah. YouTube Music or whatever, they're the absolute worst. Uh, Spotify, we've done okay, but it's more because we have a, like a more, that's our biggest volume. It's like, and then Apple Music's our second. We have other ones like random people that have Deezer or like all these other title that will get some from there. I think you get more from those and that's how they try to get more artists that way. But yeah. uh, like realistically, the, the most money we make is from Bandcamp. If we look at like per purchase. But we don't sell that much on Bandcamp, so. Okay.
0: But that's the thing is nobody sells anything, period, anymore. Like, unless maybe you're selling merch, but you've got to be selling merch at a show. Yeah. Right? Like, I guess you could sell merch online, but, like, when was the last time somebody placed an online order for fucking, you know, for an Atwise shirt? I don't know. You might be able to answer that.
2: Uh, it, it We've had it. We don't have anything set up, but we've had people e-transfer me, and I've shipped them stuff. Uh, and I typically, we we basically take a loss on it because I feel bad charging people for shipping because we're not really set up. So we end up paying more for shipping because I think it's like you if you have like a larger uh, shipping facility that you end up paying less. So we're, we're like our shipping cost is like I go to Canada Post. I'm like, how much does this cost? And they're like 10 bucks. I'm like, oh, that sucks.
1: There goes all our profits.
2: You know, so like I usually, I usually don't, uh, I just do it for like. You know just to help people out i won't charge them i'll just we'll just break even and like yeah. honestly we don't make that much money on
0: no, on merch and that used to be that used to be the the adage right is like this is and and i guess we're talking as people who don't really do this full time or like it's it's not really some kind of profession but it, it was <laughs> nice look at you <laughs> fucking trader. Flashing like, a full you know beard. supporting can.
1: all local breweries right now.
0: All right. Well, not your sponsor. Patriot. <laughs> patriot.
1: This is my right.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! He's gonna start walking around with a fucking uh, assault rifle too. They're in a yellow vest
1: <laughs> You need one. You need one. If you can't protect yourself, Mickey, come uh-huh. on. Are we getting political already?
0: Already. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll save that for a little later. But, if uh, I had my
1: rifle, I'd go to your house right now. <laughs> oh
0: God. Keep six feet away, though. Uh, uh, I'll,
1: obviously, bro.
0: But we're, we're uh, talking about music, like music as it's a profession, but like people always kind of looked at, the, at their music itself, like their recorded music, as a calling card to the show, right? So like you would put out... It, you put out music so that people would hear about you, and then they'd be like, "Oh fuck, that band's sick!" Like I, they're coming through my town, so I'm gonna go check that out. You know, like I came across their music on social media, and they've got a show coming up here, so I'm gonna go go see them. But like, nah, clearly right now at this moment, that's not happening. May there's it's questionable into the future. So again, what other revenue streams are there for <laughs> for artists, right? Like, where do you where do you start creating? profit margins yeah i got ideas
2: prostitution okay. um no re- really I, I i don't have the answer if i did we'd be millionaires and we wouldn't yeah. be talking to you we'd be figuring this out on our own right <laughs> you mean I'd you be wouldn't like, come Lefort, on the beer bullshit podcast i'm like laforge do you want to join our new label no uh basically uh you need to i think radio is still big and like and getting on Spotify playlist. That's like the biggest thing. If you can get on like uh curated punk playlist, there's so many listeners on there that you will you will get discovered. And and I mean, I don't know how you get on those lists. I've tried. They have a thing where you can sign up, you put the song in before it's released, they never answer you. So I don't I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but you, but you say you said those two magic words there, like get you'll get discovered, but get discovered like what does that even mean today? Like it used to mean that you'd get discovered and uh, a record label would throw a bunch of money at you so you could go s- stay live in a studio for a year and make a, like a fucking awesome album, right? Now it's yeah. like you got to make the album first. <laughs> yeah. And then and no, you I... got to fork out all the money and then oh, you yeah. and then You'll get discovered by, what, a 13-year-old with no money on Spotify? Yeah,
2: but so you're making the... With Spotify, it's all about numbers. So it's, like, just about getting, like, volume. So even if they don't buy anything, if you're just getting listens from premium users or people who are getting the ad revenue, that's how you're making money. So, like... Little Johnny, who's thirteen years old, didn't buy your album, but he listened to it a hundred times, and he told all his friends who listened to it, and and so on. The issue is that yeah, little yeah. little Johnny doesn't listen to punk rock, so <laughs> we're kind of screwed there.
0: Ah, uh, we're we're due for a resurgence. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't Tony know. Tony Hawk man. Pro Skater Two
1: and is coming
2: out, so that's the resurgence. That's right true.
1: There. That's true. Yeah. Dude, I hope they have the same soundtrack. They better it's have just, the same they, soundtrack. they
2: already said same soundtrack remastered. Woo!
1: Yep. Yes. That's classic rock. Well, you know what? They got to preach to like the, the fucking people that are going to play it. Like us, you know? like yeah. Yeah. Fucking 30 year olds there. Not these little punk kids. They're going to be like, oh, this game. So like, look at the graphics. They're shit. Well, I mean, I guess it's they'll supposed, be doing the graphics. It's but be remastered. Yeah. yeah. If
3: you go back and look at the soundtracks though, it's crazy looking like, I, I literally did this just a few weeks ago. Uh, one and two had like. 10 song soundtracks because they're on the ps1 so it was <laughs> yeah. a cd with and it only so much songs and then like the latest ones like the the, the, the last few are like 40 songs right? <laughs> yeah it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like okay it makes sense yeah well, they can fit more on the blu-ray than they can yeah, on yeah, yeah no for cd the blue cd yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: there was also a video game on that cd too. Exactly. yeah yeah oh, now God. now you can just download it like you know you the game will be as big as whatever and you just fucking download it and stream the fucking exactly. game or whatever you know? yeah there's gonna so, be yeah. a whole new
0: generation getting into superman though so that's uh, uh
1: that's you know, true those kids need to hear that because uh, that's a damn good song nope. we oh, should really uh know. we should
2: do a twitch stream when it comes out there they at uh, y versus laforge who can get the highest score
1: Oh, oh buddy. all right well I poor mean, laforge
2: yeah, poor LaFord. We're a bunch of gamers. <laughs> Is that what yeah, you guys
1: been doing cheats. in this? I know the cheats. You know
0: the cheats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so, uh, other than that, uh, I think, wh- what did we have prepared here tonight for these guys, Jay?
3: Uh, well, I wasn't saying anything for first few minutes because I was like, well, I should figure something out. <laughs> good. <laughs> so Something that we haven't done in a while, and I think it's probably since the last time you guys have been on is oh, a Ron King. Tomatoes game. Yes. Okay, Ron Tomatoes. So I did, I did find a Ron Tomatoes uh, a couple things for Ron Tomatoes. So if you guys want to do a Ron Tomatoes game, we can totally do that.
0: Before we okay. do that, Jay though, the only thing uh, is we should talk about what we're drinking tonight. So I'm going to go get myself another beer before we do this. And uh, you All guys right. talk about what you're drinking first.
1: You know, Darcy and uh, Jay, you guys go first, because I'm going to take one more piss, and then I'm going to fucking whip my dick out, you
3: know? Smooth. This is awesome. <laughs> Great pot. Go ahead, Darcy. What are you drinking there tonight?
2: All right. So, so far, I've had, I'm on my second beer here, but my first one is a delicious pineapple IPA from Hops and Robbers. If you haven't had this, All right. uh, check this out. It's delicious. It's awesome. I got it from Yiggs. Uh which
3: has a great selection of beer now. Actually, it's not too bad. I know you're actually right.
2: And uh, and now I'm on a dry hop sour from Side Launch, and this is also really good. I've had this before, but
3: uh, Side Launch is really pretty solid. Collingwood, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, Collingwood.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, where'd Nathan I go?
3: He <laughs> just peace out for another test. <laughs> yeah,
0: he no, he's done. He's done. He said, uh, "I'm I'm done with this." We talked he has about it. singer lead singer syndrome I or whatever.
3: See, I see lead that. singer
2: disorder, LSD.
3: LSD. Well, I uh, I'm drinking uh, the new uh, passion fruit uh, sour from uh, Full Beard. Uh, I just killed this one, so I have, I'm gonna have to get a second one in a second. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, actually a pretty solid, not not too bad. Uh, so yeah, this this week was the Full Beard uh, order. Uh, next week we'll be back to Compass. So keep uh, week after week. Every time I kill my two four, <laughs> yeah. How month. is uh, on
2: the on the scale for Twisted Whiskers? Which
3: one is is that, like, up high, or is you like the other ones? This one isn't too, too bad. Uh, the last one, I wasn't crazy, but can't remember what the last one was, because this one is the passion fruit. The other one was I the was plum. The, the plum. I wasn't crazy about the plum. Sugar
0: plum the
2: drink. strawberry one was good, but uh, I have something with, like, the, lac- the the lactose they use in it, and it makes my stomach, like, rock hard, so I, I can't drink that. it anymore. Uh, but
3: yeah. it is, it's honestly, like, one of my
2: favorite beers from there, and I can't drink it.
3: When they screwed up the uh, – when they were supposed to do the first strawberry uh, sour, they made the oops berry instead. That was, honestly, I, I still good. think my favorite beer from them.
0: Oh, yeah? Because right
3: yeah. they were supposed to make a sour. They were making the ale on the side. I think it was the 705 or whatever. What whatever they were making on the side? And they were pouring in the the puree and they realized we put it in the wrong path. Uh-huh. And they're they like, well, let's go with it. And it was that, awesome. It no, out I would good. do that all the time. I don't know how they do
0: stuff. The... Uh... <laughs> The sours at at Full Beard have been great. Like I'm also drinking the Twisted Whiskers uh, passion fruit uh, sour. Uh, it's delicious. And um, yeah, the like the, the one that I enjoyed the most was the Heart of Gold. The I think yeah. it's their dry hop sour. If I'm not okay, yeah. It, so I that that's what I'm drinking like right that. now. I love I love oh, a dry nice. hop sour. Good, real good. <laughs> the the uh...
1: I like the Anything Goes from Compass. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, it's, yeah fucking, it's another that's
1: good a one. Tightest piss, yeah. fucking sour, boys. You know what I'm saying? Delish. Anyway. What okay, are you drinking? I'm, just fucking, I'm throwing out my beers real quick there. Let's fucking not make it short and sweet. You know what I mean? A, a Polar Day. Boom. Polar Day. That's
0: Compass good stuff. Brewery.
1: I had two of those, two, and now I'm getting into this fucking full beard beer that's been in my fridge for quite some time. Uh, sinful breakfast. It's like a cinnamon bun. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you remember that shit? Yeah, you remember yeah. You
2: know what's, know what's funny about this beer and bullshit is we brought our own beer this time, and last time we had to drink whiskey. That's true. You ran out of beer. I
0: ran out of beer. That a does poop? that has never happened on beer and bullshit. Ever, what? it didn't happen before and hasn't happened since. Well, and I beer- bet you now you buy way more beer. Yeah, dude well, I mean, now like, I don't uh, have to give any to anyone. So well, let's... that's true, but like pre, pre-COVID, you know? Pre-COVID, yeah, that's probably true because... You don't uh, want to be that guy that has a beer podcast and runs out of beer. You know? I just I just remember that one, the scene <laughs> of it there. Nathan putting his big fucking slippers up on my bar and going, Hey, uh, McGee, mind if I get into that whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like and we were done recording.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't I remember that I
1: remember part. That part. Uh, no, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like me. I'm not going to deter you and uh, say you're a liar. But goddamn, Maggie, what do you got to tell the fans that? You know, that's all right.
0: No, they, they. That's that's the appeal of uh of your type of music, right? It's that you oh, guys. Yeah, it's dude, it's really honest. Fair. It's transparent you giving people mean, your real selves. Every now
1: and then, I beg my buddies for whiskey, you know? It's not a big deal.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Jay, tell us about this game that you got for us.
3: All right. So, uh, and once again, I have to, almost have to remember the rules for this. Uh, so, the Rotten Tomatoes game, I decided to uh, make this one all about uh, music movies. Music movies. Nice yeah, so about bands nice. or music Rock, in general.
1: Uh, Jay, were you putting this all together while we were having our little chats there? Or? Oh, yeah, I was just like, nah. I should do something, so you i literally just, I that's a productive it, motherfucker right there. This guy, you, <laughs> you watch him, multitasker. So, uh,
3: so the, the game, or the game is, uh, these are by the Rotten Tomato scores, by the critic scores, not audience scores. Uh, so go by the critic scores, uh, the closest two by the end, uh, with our, whoever's the lowest score, like so, essentially, golf score, uh, wins. If you get it dead on the money, we got the, I believe it's a five-point swing, five-point deduction. Oh, uh, shit. So, yeah. So, we are going to do uh, the band's Rotten Tomatoes game. Mm. So, the first song, uh, we're going to go with, I'll give the description of it first, uh, a spoof about a filmmaker making a documentary about a once-famous now almost forgotten British heavy metal band yes. returns to the United States after 17 years for a concert tour. The, the uh, movie is, this is final tap.
0: <laughs> Goes to 11.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. Imagine well, 11
0: movie. is the score.
3: Imagine oh. that guy. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. Okay, everybody say 11. <laughs> um, Who
2: gets to go a-
0: first? Are we taking turns? Yeah. Yeah. We'll we're let our, the guests, gonna- guests go first. Yeah. So maybe guys get
1: first. to decide. Okay, uh, on, uh, four point six two, or is there like how <laughs> far does this go? Out of hundred. Out of a hundred.
3: Hundred being high.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's percent. It's percent. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Four point six two. It doesn't go to four hundred and sixty-two percent. Let me figure this out. Forty-six percent.
2: Forty-six.
1: Forty-six. Forty-six it's six. But I'm glad we got there. Oh, Perfect nice.
2: All right, Darcy. I'll go
1: seventy three
2: percent. Oh, what a douchebag!
0: Seventy three, McGee. Oh, it's a good movie. I think it was. We're going by all all critics, or sorry, Wait, what was the rules again? I forgot. I we're going by the not by
3: critics scores. The we'll top Crit- critics
0: critics scores. Is, was this yeah. a darling of the critics? <laughs> this is Spinal Tap. Um,
1: I'm going to say eighty four.
3: Oh I don't
1: four. I, damn! Uh, that's that's ambitious, bro.
3: So, so we're pretty everywhere right now in these scores. <laughs> one second. Uh, we, so, varying
0: opinions on the the merits of Spinal Tap.
3: So Spinal Tap with the critics is Certified Fresh, which has to be I think seventy five and up or something like that. Oh man, I'm fucked. Uh,
1: 95 wow oh <laughs> well
0: i'm gonna have to watch people it again like because it's that good
1: okay so i'm out for the rest of the game okay All no right.
0: but but just to give it context <laughs> apparently rotten tomatoes gave uh tiger king uh a 98
1: percent rating yeah they're they're people a little... love that shit though yeah. people love that yeah that process. was
0: completely made up by the way that just just saying <laughs> I I would give Tiger King a ninety eight percent.
1: I would give it one boner up. That's it. Like I don't even know how to how to rate it. Gay guys you Tiger man, boner tigers.
0: up. Tigers. You know right, what? No. Before we move on to the next one, I gotta say that I'm not sure what it says about my personality when I when I think of like what I've been watching during this quarantine. Obviously, you're gonna watch more Netflix, right? But at first, I was like, Holy shit, I'm super into this Tiger King documentary, right? And then now I'm like really into The Last Dance watching uh oh, yeah. the Jordan documentary, which I only watched oh, the
2: first two, but it was good
0: to me. Are not comparable, you know, this, these are not comparable cinematic achievements here.
2: <laughs> like, I've been all over too, I watched like. I watched that, and then I was, like, ordering from Amazon because they needed something, and I could only get it there. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to get Prime. And I'm like, that Jack Ryan show looks pretty good. <laughs> yep. And then I watched all of Jack Ryan. I'm like, this is actually awesome. And, like, Jim is pretty badass when he left the office.
1: Wow. So, but just nervous. Hey, so, uh, note to self, I got to watch uh, Jack Ryan.
2: Yeah. And then I started watching, it's... like, Parks and Recs again, and then I watched The Office a, a bit. Show. So, I'm all over the place. So. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. No, it's, it's a mess out there. It's a mess of streaming. Like honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's uh, of, uh... it's hard to keep track of what I'm watching in a day, you know. Uh, it's really uh, – it's tough. It's tough times for TV because I, yeah. I don't even know what's going on. I just click it and I watch it till it ends up being on Pornhub, you know. It's, it's wild. <laughs> uh,
3: so what do we got next, Jay? All right, the next one uh... – Sick and tired of being ignored by record industry executives, three non too bright heavy metal musicians taking local, local radio station hostage to demand airplane. Yeah, this broad comedy lampoons both the music world and police hostage drama as it, it depicts musicians' quest for freedom and a record deal. The movie is Airheads.
0: Yes, Adam
3: Sandler. In-
2: I think uh, McGee has to go first because he's winning right now, right? I don't know. McGee
0: first. That's right. Okay. So, cock. airheads. Um, it's got to be certified fresh. So, I'm going to say like, but I don't know that it's quite at the spinal tap level. So, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say
3: 78. 78. All right. Is that me? Let's go Darcy next.
1: Oh, okay, ouch, that hurts. But uh, let's.
3: That, go. Uh, but that let's... movie was
2: that movie was funny to me, but I also think that critics would probably hate it. You know,
0: nah. so
2: I don't know. I'm gonna give it a 69,
1: which ah. is basically 100. <laughs> it's 100 in my books. Okay, so. I have no fucking clue what this movie is. Never seen it. You never seen Airhead? never seen Airhead, uh, dude. You gotta watch yeah, it. It's right. actually I'm it's hilarious. It. I'm clearly, clearly, yo, um, after we hang this shit up, I'm gonna go watch it. Okay, so everybody got <laughs> my back. Uh, but I'm just gonna hit it like eighty-six. Ooh. That's the number I want. Eighty-six.
0: Oh. That's a fucking. Just so yeah, you dude. know, just so you know, Schindler's List got an eighty-four.
3: Stop making stuff up. Stop making stuff up. Airheads is uh rotten at twenty one percent.
1: Oh Jesus! Jesus.
3: Oh, I was close. <laughs> You're closer, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I knew the. I knew it. I
1: knew it.
3: I should have went lower. All right. So this next one, uh, recently released, uh, uh is a foot stomach celebration of Queen and their music and their extraordinary lead singer Freddie Mercury. The movie Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Bohemian Ooh. Rhapsody. That one, that one's gonna hit high, I think. Um, hmm. we hit the guess. Dude, oh, wait, wait. Who got the Darcy got the best? You yeah, yeah.
0: First? So Darcy gets to go first. I'm gonna give it a uh
3: I'm gonna give it a 93. Damn, son. I'm give it a 93, okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like people like critics really liked it. I <laughs> sounds bad to say but I preferred airheads <laughs> uh, just saying uh, but it was it wasn't a bad movie uh,
3: 82 82
1: yeah all right you know I, I'm Nathan? just gonna I'm just gonna give her and say uh, like a 97 well done.
0: Done. Lock it in, Regis. Done.
2: Lock Lock it it in.
1: Regis, that's my final answer.
2: Holy shit. I forgot he did that.
1: Yeah, he did. Is he still alive? Must be. Probably not. Oh, wait. Yes. He's back. I I agree with Jay. (laughs) I feel like he knows things.
3: He has Regis on Twitter. (laughs) One sec. I just realized I screwed something up here. Uh, All right. So, uh, the Human Rhapsody, which did it win an Oscar?
2: Uh, it did.
3: It won, it won some uh, Oscars. Least, I think. I think it won an Oscar for Best Actor. Anyways, uh, this is uh, rated. It is fresh at sixty percent.
0: Oh, my oh goodness. goodness,
3: that's weak.
0: But that's yeah, not certified fresh. Certified no, fresh certified. is order. okay. So what? do we know it's like something
2: in your fridge that you're like you smell you're like it's
0: past the expiry but i could still eat it i should eat so, it yeah. i should eat it now
2: like a yogurt I yogurt, I yogurt a sometimes I goes over the expiry date and you still eat it you know that's what a fresh is. oh yogurt.
1: yeah Yo- yogurt doesn't expire uh, <laughs> uh that's a myth to everyone out there i'd like you to know everyone watching this podcast <laughs> yogurt doesn't expire
0: you just gotta scrape the fur off the top
3: that's all <laughs> 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 All right, so quick, who we got next? Uh, the, the difference, sorry, the difference between uh, in the tomato reading rankings, uh Rodden is 0 to 59%. Fresh oh, is so 60 to 100, but to get certified fresh, you have to have at least 40 uh, uh critic scores.
0: Oh, okay, so it can't just be random. Sorry,
3: 80, 80 critic scores with something being whatever, but yeah. So you have to, enough critics to to rate rate it to give it a certified fresh. But essentially, anything above sixty is fresh. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. All right. So now we uh, have context. So clearly, I'm gonna run away with this. Oh,
3: gone. So the next one. Did I skip one? Nope. Okay. Uh, the next one is once again another music uh, one. Uh, this one released in uh, 2019. Uh, Is an epic musical fantasy about the incredible human story of Elton John, uh, Rocket. Rocket Man? Rocket Man. Okay, Maybe. I only heard Rocket. Rocket Man. <laughs>
1: no, I actually did only hear Rocket too,
0: but Sorry. it's all good. It's all good. Didn't it's he sing good. Piano Man too?
1: Yeah, didn't he? Isn't that that no, guy? No, yeah. did not play piano. No, that was not him. Just a small town girl, that's <laughs> Elton John. <laughs> uh i feel
0: like that movie didn't really get a whole lot of attention i don't know i could be wrong maybe i was living under a rock uh, when it came out but i i felt like i i saw the previews for it and then i saw it on amazon
2: <laughs> yeah so i had that, someone I tell just me i felt
1: like i could make a better movie myself <laughs> I, had,
2: I had someone tell me and i quote he said It's a great music, and I love the music, but I could do without all the kissing. What? (laughs) And and I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that.
3: Apparently there's a lot of... super homophobe. uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't seen it yet. I do want to watch it, because I love Elton John. And I actually went to see Elton Ron, who's his impersonator, (laughs) at Theriot.
0: There really is somebody
2: named elton ron that's the, dude i swear to god look him up he was actually it was actually really entertaining uh my gummy kicked in halfway through so <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that, yeah. but that's oh, right
1: uh, that's right like all of canada is stoned right now because they can't fucking deal with this shit like, <laughs> so it's like well uh, you know what weed's legal let's let's just get stoned and hopefully this will just blow over Yeah, everything's
2: closed except the weed store opens during the pandemic, which is (laughs) hilarious
1: to me. I bet it's fucking booming, too. I'm sure. Anyways,
2: uh, I think McGee's up for Elton John. Yeah, go McGee.
0: All right, so for Rocketman, I got to say it's probably a pretty low score. Um, 55.
3: All right, let's go with, uh, let's go Nathan.
1: Um, I'm going to give it even lower. I'm going to give it 41 because I've trusted my gut this whole time and it hasn't been paying off. But I'm <laughs> so he's not trusting is good. I'm gonna,
2: yeah, I'm going to give it a 60 because Bohemian was a 60. So just put all the music shit Something together.
0: To Something in
3: the scene. All right. So so I have seen both uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocketman. Uh, I would argue I really enjoyed Rock, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought it was overall a better film. But horrible actual editing. Uh, but yeah. Rocket Man is certified fresh at 89%. Holy Jesus.
1: Jesus. I gotta wow. watch it then. Maybe I'm probably gonna have to fucking watch that now. I gotta That's
3: say, it's, this one was more of a musical. Behemoth Rhapsody was on a musical. Rocketman is more of a musical. Re- a musical. Of a musical. Yeah. So is it more like uh, across the universe? Wait. No, it's nothing like the, it's not in the Marvel Universe. It's completely outside <laughs> oh. of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> dino's does not make an appearance rocket man which uh, which no, marvel across, guy which avenger
2: is across he across the universe like <laughs> oh, the dude. beatles the beatles movie dude, no, did no, michael, no no
1: didn't michael Bay direct the rocket man <laughs>
2: <laughs> the rocket man he flies through the bad guy hey well, do you guys remember they... the rocketeer yeah.
1: You no, know, I watched the... I had the movie on VHS.
2: No, my Mine was Captain Planet, and he saved the planet. And, and he failed hard because... Look at us.
1: We're locked and in our listen, fucking
2: houses. Hey, the only thing
1: I know about Captain Planet is he's a hero, and he's going to bring pollution down to zero. So, so that's all I can tell you about. I'm, I'm, I'm going
3: to really test you guys here. You guys say Captain Planet, but what about Captain Power?
0: Oh, geez. Oh, Christ. Jay, okay. You're way over my head. Captain here. Power.
3: Yes, Captain Power. Refresh my memory now. Captain Power to Soldiers of the Future, I believe it is. Uh, they it was they were ragtag mercenaries <laughs> fighting against the robots who were taking over, like you know, the not too distant future, which was like nineteen ninety six or something. <laughs> uh, in this post apocalyptic thing. And uh, the bad guys had like these flashing chests. It was really bad. It was bad, but
0: Captain it went on for like Power. two years. That's, That's. It not. sounds familiar. Hey,
1: straight for two years straight, they just filmed everything.
0: Okay, but have you guys explored that? There's like some of the some of these series on Netflix. That like, if you go and look in like the stuff for kids, there's there's definitely a lot of some of these shows that we we used to watch as kids. They're like, I I fucking found VR Troopers the other day. Remember,
2: I VR not troopers? A lot You're we're not allowed on that <laughs> channel. We're not allowed on the kids <laughs> channel.
1: Yeah. There's a there's a a uh, parental block on the kitchen. It channel. says,
2: "Are you in all <laughs> oh, the waste
0: of years?" and it just blocks us. So. Yeah,
1: no,
2: yeah.
0: This not, content it would, it would is inappropriate. <laughs> oh god. So what do we got next, Jay? All
3: right, the next yeah. one focuses on Jimmy Smith Jr. No matter who you are, no matter where you live, we're all the bounds by borders. Uh, we're all bound by borders. Many of us could tend to live within these super long... I'm not going into that. Uh, the bloody movie is 8 Mile. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, that that actually, was Oscar as well, eh? That, that was a music, great I movie.
3: I actually love
2: all the rap musics. Get, Get Rich or me... Die Trying, 8 Mile, whatever Biggie's movie was. <laughs> they're all they're all fucking great.
1: Let me tell you. Uh, uh, the, I think uh, the Notorious was Biggie anyway. Notorious, oh, yeah. Hold on. Notorious. Let me tell you. A fun game to play, uh, uh, probably about, I'd say like five years ago, uh, 8 Mile played on much music, and I played a drinking game with my cousins, and every time they bleeped out a swear you had to drink, the most fucked up I've ever been. <laughs> uh, what a what a bad family reunion. No, <laughs> <You know? laughs> no kidding. It's
0: not exactly a family-friendly movie. Uh, no, no. But <laughs> eight mile is a bad one. See, the problem with with eight mile is that like the movie was the movie that I can remember was good, but I don't know if I'm just remembering the soundtrack because yeah. soundtrack the was soundtrack great. was amazing to that to that movie. And like, if you really think of the story, like, cut out the rap battles, is it really that great?
1: Hey, McGee, hold on. Kate Beckinsale nude at an hour and 50 <laughs> minutes and 33 seconds. And Just kidding, just kidding. I don't know the time. Kate uh,
0: Beckinsale's not even in that movie. Are you sure? It's Kim Basinger. <laughs> oh, Kim that's the same what, what's person. The
1: that's the same and Brittany
0: person. Murphy. And Murphy. And Brittany Murphy. But Kim Basinger plays his mom. Yeah, that's, that's the thinking. one I was trying yeah. for. <laughs> same thing. She's
2: all like, get out of my house, rabbit.
1: And throwing shit at him. <laughs> And her house is a trailer. It's not a house. Okay, I'm gonna hit this at eighty-eight percent. Done.
2: Oh, eight for the eight mile. Oh, pretty you pretty good like good. that's oh, you. Bro?
3: All right, Darcy. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a I'm guy giving guy. it.
2: Uh, I'm gonna give it a ninety-two because I love that movie. Ninety-two.
3: Oh,
0: fucker. Seventy-six. That's yeah, gonna be low. Seventy-six. Yeah. I'm convinced by my soundtrack versus movie theory.
3: I'll tell you one thing. One person was one point off, almost got the five point swing. Oh. Eight Mile is certified fresh at 75.
1: Oh!
3: Audience so close. score
1: 54. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: That's
2: a. That's a bunch of racist people. Well,
1: clearly clearly, they never threw up their mom's spaghetti, so fuck <laughs> them.
0: There you go. It's because they couldn't relate. Bunch
3: of elitist it's audience. Bunch audience of elitist. Dudes. Oh, God. All right, so we have one last one here. Hit us.
2: I feel like it's not even uh, possible. Let's go. Let's go. There's not McGee that many
3: guessed, music movies.
2: Guess zero, McGee. Okay. It's the All Price right. is Right yeah, rules.
3: So, <laughs> so, uh, here, this is actually one of my... Uh, I, I've always really liked this movie. Uh, yeah, this is lie. Gary Busey's sterling performance as Buddy Holly in The Buddy Holly Story. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Approaches. Gary yeah, Busey I, is
1: I, I, I was born in 89. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I was born in 86, and it was released in 78. So, <laughs> Oh,
1: my goodness. Um, Apparently, we, have you never seen... We,
3: have any of you seen this? The Buddy Holly. I thought story? it was going to be School of Rock. I'm I'm so, <laughs> I'm so Very bummed right. out right How now. Was, it was either like this or La Bamba. It was going to be one
2: of the two. Well, both of those. I have no idea what those are. So
1: are you, oh God, kid.
2: <laughs>
3: we're
1: all That's shooting fine. in the dark here. Well, McGee, have you seen hey, the
2: movie? We're millennials, man. We're millennials. Yeah, so McGee, are we? So am I. McGee, uh, I don't know. You're on the line. McGee's a millennial, but not you.
0: Have I? Have I seen the movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have not seen the movie. Unfortunately. I I mean, if we had, like, if we had this. If we were doing this podcast with the Shaft Men, maybe they would understand this movie. Oh, Oh.
1: live on old bones. Those douchebags. got burned by your partner. Wow, how does that feel?
3: (laughs) Well, the worst bass player I've ever heard in my life start off with in that (laughs) band. I've heard he's done some pretty horrible things. It's pretty. Oh, uh, my
1: goodness. Oh,
3: man. I know he. Supposedly, he beat his child growing up.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: I hear. oh, I hear you did. The bass player beat his child. Yeah, yeah. So I heard. I heard.
0: Serious scandal in that band.
1: What? Oh. what it's
3: my father,
0: I, guys.
1: I, yeah, you guys look know. very yeah.
2: concerned. What is I, happening?
1: I, I, to be honest, I was thinking about other things in my life, and then we're talking about beating children. Yeah,
2: I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah I the bass <laughs> I really got
0: shocked.
2: <laughs> the uh, bass bass player man.
0: The, all I see is their look, the look on their face, like. Is this, this going to go into the final podcast?
1: I, I'm, I'm all for it. Like you know, it, it teaches their own. If that's how you're going to raise your kids, like, right. hey, I, I can't, I can't, I can't shut you down. But goddamn, you know, no, damn. Now, now we know. Now
2: we know you raised this guy who puts up this movie no one's ever fucking heard of. So yeah. well, I'm sorry that
3: you guys haven't heard of one of the biggest music movies on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, no one fucking knows it, Jay. I, don't know I thought it you. it,
3: you know what?
2: It could have been Rock of Ages. It could have been School of Rock. It could have been something with
3: the name, like, the word Rock. So, Pitch Perfect next time. I'll <laughs> Pitch Perfect oh,
1: oh, <laughs> that's a Pitch great Perfect, movie. 66% for sure. Yeah, both of you. Anna, teams, <laughs> Anna
3: Kendrick is my favorite. Pitch perfect? Have both three of you so, seen
1: Pitch Perfect? I haven't. I, I actually <laughs> haven't, but.
3: Yeah. Wait, is exactly. Jessica Alba
1: in it? Is exactly. Jessica Alba in *Pitch Perfect*. No,
3: she is not. You have no idea what actresses' names are. <laughs> her name is Anna Kendrick, and she's she's awesome.
1: She's basically Jessica Alba, though, like a smaller. <laughs> yeah, stopping like. That's yeah, true.
2: She's a younger, uh, doesn't Red look head. anything like. Yeah, we're uh, yeah, doing Are we doing, Pitch
1: Perfect, Alba. Or are we yeah. doing this other cool. movie?
2: Like, we're doing. Just, you know, le- we're- we should do *Pitch Perfect* three.
1: No,
0: hey, first of all. You you don't get to come on this podcast and dictate the rules of the game. <laughs> Listen, fuck your game. You know
1: what I mean? We're doing pitch perfects.
2: Okay, what? Dude, we're please not the ones talk. bragging about getting beat up by the kid you Okay, know? okay. Oh, but but what I was wondering
0: about is the. like we, Something that sort of went over all our heads here is the fact that Gary Busey was playing Buddy Holly.
3: Yep.
0: Like, a does that casting decision seem to make a lot of sense
2: oh, to you guys this is
3: before was, was gary Busey always crazy no this is this was him as the man
0: as
2: the he, man he was. okay I feel like right. gary Busey wasn't he always was crazy
0: nominated for
3: best actor for this
1: well okay, okay well, so I'm
3: it's got to be, gonna be great you. then
1: i'm gonna hit you with some percentage here my son um <laughs>
3: The film also won Best uh, uh, Academy Award for Best Adaption Score.
1: That's clearly clearly, uh, 86% for sure. I'm
2: going to go go off the board and say it it was 110%. Oh, my goodness.
1: You got to
2: stay on the board. What's on the board? Okay,
1: sorry.
2: I'm going to give it
0: 95%.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, really Mm. real shit on me. You know, that's cool.
0: Um. I'll say ninety six percent, Bob.
3: Oh, that's oh. so much more of a dick move, you know. I tried to go so, off the board. Bundy Holly is fresh at one hundred percent. Goodness, I wow. said
2: one ten. I feel like they wanted to go to one ten, but they couldn't. So, is it? Are you serious? You're serious? hundred
3: percent. Wow. So not it's one, a great movie. Not one. But Holly said, and, uh, it's there's actually no consensus, so it's not certified fresh yet. There has to be a consensus anyways. Well, 100%. Uh, but Buddy Holly and La Bamba, that's about Richie Ballins. He was this guy. He was a rock <laughs> musician. He played La Bamba. Uh, a couple other songs, too. Uh, you guys might not know about this, but like, there's, there's these guys who played music before 1996 uh, Skate Punk. I like 1993. 1993 was a good year. And uh, anyways... Uh, Don't I was forget about ninety four. Learn about music and go <laughs> watch these movies. Uh, so, anyways, tally yeah, up those scores, my man. In all last right. place with a two hundred twenty six point difference. Obviously, yeah. Just making. get it
1: out there. Just say it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. And wonderful. So then, there's a a
3: close race for first. A uh, difference of uh, about twenty some odd points. Uh and in first place is Corey for 129 points. His game That's biased.
1: That's biased. It's because bias. hey, you guys are partners on the show. Come on. Well, let's He's just put it this head.
3: way.
0: I have a computer in front of me and can look up these scores at the drop of a hat. So oh I mean goodness. just
3: saying. Maybe <clears throat> hey, hey, you got hundred wiener.
1: <laughs> I want to know you're not cheating. Show us your wiener. I need to see that.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately not.
3: Sorry. Uh,
0: somehow
1: <laughs> parents, I
3: just
0: should. Right? Uh, uh, uh. So that being said, you guys suck at movie uh, trivia of some kind, uh, and uh, you really should like r- deepen your knowledge, uh, about classic music, not classical music, but like just classic rock music. You know, just yeah. r- can I can music? I can
2: I say one thing? Uh, I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's nice. like, Richie Valens, did he invent uh, I, I the power cord?
2: <laughs> Listen, I like I like some old stuff. I like the Eagles. Uh, I like their harmonies. I like Neil Young. And uh, and then I like punk rock. Are you one Me, of those kids
1: I'm who like sure, I'm pretty sure Jesus invented the power cord. So, uh, look Jesus invented the power cord, and it
2: was his birthday uh, on Easter. So good <laughs> yeah. for him. Happy uh,
1: that's, this. that's actually Matthew fourteen twelve. Look it up. <laughs> uh, I think it's three. Are, are you are you
3: two guys into like believers that the Tragically Hip is the best Canadian band ever? Oh um, my
1: goodness! Don't even don't don't.
3: Good. If you probably, guys say yes, I'm going to kick you. You guys never come my back.
2: God. Totally unbiased. Okay. I went to Dropkick Murphys in Ottawa at Blues Fest, and Tragically Hip played after. So my buddy and I watched Dropkick, Mosh the whole time. It was fucking awesome. Dropkick is amazing. Walk over. I'm like, let's go watch the hit. Like, I've never seen him. It was so fucking bad, I left. I was like, this guy cannot sing. Why do people like this band? Like, yeah, I get it. Like, the songs are pretty good on the radio. But I was like, that was fucking horrendous. And then, like, later on, everyone's like, he's a Canadian icon. I was like, is he, though? Like, no one outside of Canada knows who the fuck he is. Like, they're basically nobodies outside of Canada. I was like, that like I do like their music, but he could not put on a live performance for shit.
0: Okay, so the takeaway from this podcast, apparently, <laughs> would be that All the Wasted Years really doesn't like the Tragically
2: Hip. Well, two of really Like, really doesn't like
0: the Tragically Hip. But I'm just saying,
2: like, had had he not died, would I have spent more money to go see him again? No, no fucking way. It was fucking bad. Wow. Man. couldn't believe how bad it was. And I yeah, told, because my buddy, our buddy, Daily loves them, and I told him, I said, "Dude, before all this happened, I was really not into it, so I'm not gonna fake my love for them, just like everyone else. It's just like, I just don't get it. Don't.
0: <laughs> it's, you know what? I've never seen the Tragically Hip live, but uh, I did find a new appreciation for the music as you know this whole." Thing was happening, and he was getting sick, and they were doing their whole farewell. You know, tour. I
1: I watched that last show, and I was shocked at how many fucking songs I knew that he was singing. I was like, "Oh my goodness, they play like, this? Yeah, like, they play this? Yeah." I was like, "What? Well, this is them? Like, sure, he did it terribly because I mean he's not very good, but I mean, uh, like, you can't man, He could never I sing. Knew all the songs, I knew all the songs. Yeah. He sang, and like, he was singing out of key or whatever the fuck he was doing. But, I mean, at the same time, I was like, man, they wrote a lot of good fucking tunes.
2: <clears throat> this true. They had a really good songwriting, a lot of good songs. I, <laughs> I prefer the radio version, but it's pretty bad when you go to a show and you're like, fuck, that was brutal. Like, yeah. brutal.
0: Uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't know that I fully share that opinion. But <laughs> that well, being said... Uh, on that note, uh, we have uh, gone for about an hour and 20 minutes,
1: guys. <laughs> Thank <laughs> goodness. I think we're getting kicked out. Uh, you are going to draw the line eventually. Yeah, when they, we, when, we when usually, the fucking people you have on are shitting all over the Tragically Hit, you, you hang up the phone.
0: I, I got somebody sneaking up on me. No.
1: <laughs> you guys didn't see somebody come in the room? Oh, that? Uh, I think my wife is trying to scare me. Oh, oh well, she got gotcha. you. Oh. Yeah, she did. So we I'm, I'm scared. I'm gonna call it a night and uh, Jake, you guys thank for have, uh, thanks for having us. and uh, you know what? This was a really good time and really appreciate it hey, check out our album. You yeah, say, you,
0: you do it better. okay, well, before we uh, shut her down there, tell everybody where they can find you online <laughs> and uh, where they can find your album and uh, where and yeah, where to look out for where you might announce some future shows.
1: Oh, Darcy, you, you take this one because I, I don't have anything.
0: You guys mm-hmm. completely missed that. I, my wife just finished my sentence. I said, uh, Where can people find shows that you'll eventually schedule? And she says, That no one's going to go to now.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Uh, sorry, sorry, was she talking about LaForge or all the way? That's to exactly here? who whoa, she was talking whoa. about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh,
1: Let's be real. Let's be real. Most people won't make it to the end of the podcast. And if they do, yeah, then they're, they're gonna be guys.
2: really upset that we just shit on the tragedy hip for ten minutes.
1: Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be sad. We're losing fans right now. Some but ninety
2: nine percent of the world doesn't even know what that band is, and they don't know what we are either. So, <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs>
2: well, you Anyways, might. You can find us at uh, Facebook dot slash all the way I don't know. Dot <laughs> How do websites work? Uh, no, just go to Facebook, all the way to the years, Instagram, all our shit's posted there, and Spotify, Apple Music, stream, put it on repeat. We'll make uh, several pennies and then we'll pay for the next album that way. So that's it. A1. Thank you.
1: Well, thanks a lot, it's guys. It's only going to take like 2 billion listens for us to pay for our next album. So <laughs> get out there.
0: You guys have had more listens to the song College from people listening to our podcast than you have on your streaming services. So let's so pay uh, the bill McGee. that way. No, no, no. You pay guys pay us. Sorry. We're
3: Where's the whoa, royalty? Whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> Anyways, thanks a lot for coming on the yeah. podcast, guys. It's always a good time and uh yeah. cheers there. We'll uh we'll talk Thursday again soon. Friday.
1: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. After the week we've been drinking